Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to Tremors, Making Perfection, the podcast. I'm your host, Michael Gross, and every Friday for the next six weeks, we're going deep on the making of Tremors with the people who made it. From the very first draft of the script that birthed the Graboids, to the challenges of filming in the middle of the desert, the cast and crew are going to tell you everything you need to know about the monster movie that became a cult classic. So Graboid yourself a seat, and let's make perfection. Showing up on set to make your first feature film is a pretty daunting experience. For director Ron Underwood, he spent his first feature-length shoot at the mercy of the great outdoors, with the hot desert sun and the studio heads looking over his shoulder. Here's Ron and his life in film, and what it was like to head up the Tremors crew to make an authentic-looking horror movie. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ron, were you bitten by the movie bug at an early age? Yes, I loved movies as a child, television shows and 
movies. And growing up, I saw as many movies as I could and watched TV constantly. And <laughs> probably not the best thing to do as a child, but it really set me up to want to make movies and um, TV. And when did you first pick up a camera? I think it was in third grade. My grandfather had a camera, and I started making 8mm films using my parents and my brother and sister as actors, and I would do stop motion with them, having moving them around the yard and do all kinds of wacky things. Uh, and I, I was just astonished at how I could make something that made people respond. And I, we would have family uh, get-togethers and I'd show my movies. And when I was a, uh, an exchange student in high school in Sri Lanka, and I went on some amazing adventures while there, uh, Hindu pilgrimage at a place called Katragama, and shot footage of the pilgrims there that was just astounding. And when I came back to the States and showed those films to groups, um, there were groups that had given money to the program I was a part of, so they, they wanted to see, you know, films and uh, hear about my adventures, and, and I was really moved by the way they were moved by these films. And I also got to see firsthand while I was there that um, American movies had such a huge influence, and I was kind of amazed uh, in these theaters that were just kind of very hot, sweaty places, people sitting on benches with fans fanning themselves, but really engrossed in John Wayne up on the screen. It was kind of amazing. And who did you look up to artistically? I've always loved Billy Wilder, Preston Sturgis, David Lean. I mean, all these <laughs> movie greats as well as everyone else. <laughs> I, I was influenced by, by everything I saw. And I grew up in the 50s, so there were so many monster movies that I grew up watching, and films like Them, and movies with insects that were oversized because of atomic radiation or whatever. And I, 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 I was... I was really into them, but I was also very scared by them. I would leap into bed from several feet away, always wondering what was under my bed at night. And I mean, I was very influenced by those movies. And um, when I was at USC, I met Steve Wilson and Brent Maddock, who were classmates there with me. And um, so we all hit it off and started um, hanging out together and admiring each other's work. And this film goes back to, to that period when we were at uh, SC together. What are your memories of pitching Tremors to Universal? We first pitched it around town as, a, as it was in a treatment form. And we 
had meetings set up all around, and we would go in and just had blank stares when we would talk about these giant worms, uh, monsters underground, and nobody got it. Brent and Steve were very busy during those years writing a lot of um, great films, and it took a, a while for them to have the time to write a screenplay, but finally they decided they had to write a screenplay on spec just because people were not getting the idea from our pitches. And Universal got the script, and we had a meeting with the head of the studio, and Jim Jacks was there, he was the vice president. Sean Daniels and uh, Tom Pollock was the chairman. They were all in this meeting. They liked the script a lot. They thought it was great. And they thought that I was just so reserved for what they expected as a director. So they, they were kind of worried about it because I'd never made a film before. I'd been doing children's television. And so they weren't sure if they felt the confidence in me. So Jim Jacks had me come into his office, who was a great supporter of the film at Universal, and gave me like a pep talk about how to, how to act like a director for them. And it was very funny. He said, just jump around and, and uh, jump up on the t coffee table or whatever, and, and, and uh, then they'll respond to that. <laughs> and so it was, it was very funny. But I, and and uh, the reason I got a second meeting, actually, and we got this second meeting together was that Tom Pollock had been a lawyer before and represented George Lucas and said, he said, well, George would have acted the same way in a meeting, so I think let's give him a second chance. It was because of Nancy finding the right person at the right studio to get, get it made. And we're talking about Nancy Roberts. She was our agent from the beginning of our getting into Hollywood and then just was a great champion of Tremors. I'm confident that it would not have happened without her behind the scenes to uh, keep it going, keep me going. I had a great deal as a first-time director to have, I think, they couldn't fire me within the first two weeks or something, so all I had to do was get through the first two weeks okay, and, and uh, she set it all up. So she had your back? She definitely did. Nancy had all of our backs and the film's back. Nancy has been described as a force of nature. Would you agree with that? Definitely. Nancy is a force of nature. And she uh, was great to have on our side. Who is Gail Ann Hurd and what was her role in Tremors? Gail Hurd was very important to getting Tremors made as well because she came in with us to Universal. Um, she responded to the script, uh, the, the film in its uh, treatment stage when we were out pitching, we got to a producer, Tony Garnett, who responded to it. And Tony um, had a deal at Warner Brothers, and we, he, he thought that the characters were great and the story he was interested in, but we could not get the enthusiasm of the studio 
and Tony finally said that it just wasn't something that he would be able to pull off. So, and that led to Brent and Steve writing the script. And someone who had worked with Tony, Ellen Collette, was working for Gail Ann Hurd. And so she mentioned the uh, script uh, and was a champion of the, the idea f- from Tony Garnett's. And, and Nancy got the film to Ellen and to uh, Gail. And Gail responded because Gail had come out of low-budget filmmaking with Roger Corman, and she certainly understood this kind of movie making. And she stood behind us to give confidence to the studio that we would be able to pull it off. Gail said that you nailed the tone, the balance between horror and comedy in the movie. How did you achieve this? Personally, I just I see life as somewhat comedic. And in reality, there are funny things that happen, and, f- and people are funny. They're not, we weren't trying to make fun of these people. I think the thing that I was holding on to throughout the making of the film and why I, it meant so much to me is that this was really about real people, a community that pulls together in the face of hardship and unbelievable terror, but there, it's, there are no bad people in this film. They're all great people. And we didn't want to, and I didn't want to make fun of them in any way. They, they were really all heroes to me. And so the comedy was all about just uh, coming out of their response to the situation. Wait, wait, wait. Tremors is a movie that's set in broad daylight, outdoors, but it's also a horror film. So it goes against all the usual tropes of the genre. Did this give rise to challenges? That, it did. I, I felt that one of the unique qualities of Tremors was that it was all set basically outside at day, in the day, daylight. And that was one of the scariest things, that you could be outside in the daytime and not know where they're coming from since they're underground. That was, I mean, it was also very helpful for the budget that they were underground, so we didn't have to see them all the time. But, but besides that, it just lent to the, the fear of where are they? And uh, that was, I think, something that really appealed to me. It's a film that really almost has... It has very little night, very little interior work. We had Chang's store and Bert's basement, but otherwise it's uh, all outside. It's always challenging shooting outside because you're not totally in charge. God has a big part in uh, determining what the weather's going to be and what it's going to be like. But we also were blessed to have this beautiful setting, um, picking Lone Pine, California as our location 
And I, I was worried in pre-production and going into it that it would be so hot out there in the desert. It's high desert up there. And I was worried that the cast would be drained of energy and that we would have a hard time with that. And then we're shooting the first day and it starts snowing. So you just never know. You, that's the thing about shooting outside. You just never know what the problem's going to be. But uh, it worked out. The snow you can see in the background of a few couple shots, but for the most part, we lucked out. And how did you deal with the sun and the long shadows and the continuity that goes with shooting outdoors? Well, yes, it's, it's always difficult shooting outside because scenes take longer than the time you're, you're telling a story of a scene that's two minutes long, but it takes you eight hours to shoot it. And so the sun's changed positions and you're always trying to compensate for that. I didn't, I, I didn't dwell on those problems just because I look at great films and you're looking, you're watching the characters, you're watching the story, you're involved in it, and if you are involved in it, you're not going to notice those things. If you want to watch a continuity um, problem, turn the sound off of Jaws and watch that film just for continuity of skies and water and all the changes, but you never notice it when you're watching the movie because you are so engrossed by just being with those characters. How did you feel about the ending reshoot, inserting a kiss at the end of the movie? And how did you feel about that at the time? And how do you feel about it today? We wanted to get additional shots of the creature that we thought would be helpful for telling the story. And so we asked for more money and the studio did give us more money. And it was great because uh, as someone who was on the film from the studio's point of view, Jim Brubaker was instrumental in getting us the money from the studio and Nancy certainly was very involved in arranging the studio to give us money and Jim Jacks was a big supporter. But it was really later, after we previewed the film, when they asked for this, these changes uh, that were in addition to the uh, extra money we got for some, some more graboid effects and that sort of thing. We had an incredible preview down at Long Beach and the audience loved the film and they were totally with it. But when uh, Val and Earl were about to get in their truck and Val turns away from talking to Rhonda, the audience started chanting, kiss her, kiss her, kiss her. And they were stamping their feet and yelling this out. And so the uh, movie ended and the lights came up and the, the studio just said, the, the audience is going to go mental if we just have them kiss. They wanted that kiss. They did want that kiss. But that was, that was I think, I, to me, the, the preview was everything I wanted it to be and I wanted them to want them to kiss and not to have them kiss. So the fact that they wanted to have the kiss, it was, I mean, I, it, I, w I preferred it without the kiss, but it was fine. I mean, I, I don't think it 
hurts the film that they kiss at the end. But I, I think the audience can still want that and not give it to them, but suggest, as we did, that they would get together. What am I doing? I think what's a woman like her want with a guy like me? She's going for a damn PhD. Rhonda? Yeah? I, I, I just wanted to. That was director Ron Underwood talking Tremors. Meet us back here next Friday, where we'll be talking to Kevin Bacon about taking on the role of Val at a unique time in his life. In the meantime, if you want to brush up on your survival skills in the event of a Graboid invasion, head over to the official Tremors YouTube and Facebook channel or find us on Twitter and Instagram, at Tremors Movie. Over and out. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.